John O'Bin and Sharon. We're coming to you from the car as we drive. Not the away. car, Ben's Nana car. <laughs> ben bought a Kia off a Nana. Well, a long story, John. I will get to that later. Uh, but we have been at the mall trying to get every toy out of an arcade claw machine. We started yesterday at midday. Uh, over a hundred toys in there, and so much time spent on this. It's been a long night. It's been a long day. We've had to leave the mall. We've had to go. For, we've had to say so that's it. We've had to leave the mall. Have we had to leave the mall for a good reason? Or if we had to leave them all for a bad reason, like Ben was caught shoplifting from Pasco's. <laughs> we will tell you next. <laughs> Want to buy some earrings? <laughs> it is the edge. Jono, Ben and Sharon, did we complete our task of cleaning out the claw machine? Find out in just a moment. Jono, Ben and Sharon, the edge. We are driving in a car back from the Westfield in Albany after spending a lot of time trying to beat an arcade claw machine. Yeah, traffic sucks. Traffic's a nightmare. This is busy. I don't know how people do this every afternoon. This is a busy city. Yeah, gee whiz. Okay, we are making way back to the studio. Uh, we did have to leave them all. We, they, we had to call time on it, and we thought we'd just play you some highlights, slash lowlights, just lights, uh, from the last 12 hours that you may have missed. It's been over 24 hours, and Richie McClure and Niall Cloran are agonizingly close to cleaning out the claw machine. It's been a roller coaster of emotions. What a roller coaster of emotions! <laughs> there have been happy times. Oh, oh, oh my god. Oh, oh. oh. been low times. Oh, you're so close. There have been sing-alongs. Come on. Outside, inside, out. We're living the vida loca. Okay, well, maybe sing-along is not quite the right word. But one thing is for sure. Jono and Ben are just minutes away from becoming Kiwi heroes. Let's check in with them now. So that was the last 24 hours as we spent a lot of it until we got kicked out of the mall about 12 o'clock last night. Yeah. Trying to beat this arcade claw machine. Did we win all 105 toys? We came back first thing this morning, had a couple of hours rest, limbered up. Ben, I rubbed some deep heat into, the, into your thighs, very into your hamstrings. Thoroughly, very yeah, thoroughly. Very thoroughly. He had sore hamstrings, which is unusual because he was just playing a claw machine. <laughs> Next, we will tell you if we made it. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Currently in the car, driving back from Westfield and Albany, would be the only drive radio show literally driving right now. Yeah, Ben, you're doing a very good job of driving, very safe driver in this uh, in this Kia that you purchased off a of Nana. And you keep saying it's quite a long story. <laughs> it is quite I a long story. I don't know why it's a long story, because that's the story start to finish. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the story. Well, let's see. My, uh, my stepdad's mum uh, can't drive anymore. This car is available. I've got it on a temporary basis. It's quite a long story. So you're driving a Nana's car. Yeah, yeah. Moment. Literally, it's a Nana's it, car. It literally is one of those cars that has had one careful elderly owner. Mm. Um, and we're driving very carefully. We're driving slowly, 30 k's back, as its previous owner would have done. That's <laughs> what the car wants. So uh, we are heading back. We did try and clear out a claw machine at the mall. Started yesterday at midday and uh, returned again after a very long night. Jeez, we left just after midnight last night. The mall had to close. Got back first thing this morning. We weren't going to let that claw get the better of us. We're going to take you now to the action. These were the final moments. It was do or die. We had a big crowd around us at the Westfield Mall. They all wanted to see us uh, beat the claw machine. And uh, we'll take you now to the hard claw action. We've got one to go. The crowd is building. The anticipation is building. Out of 105 toys that we've collected, this is the last one. It's a knockoff dory. What do you reckon, crowd? Is that it? 
Count us down. Three, two, one. That's it. That's it. That's the last one. We've got him. 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 We did it. It's the last one. What happened? What's happened? Oh, God. Drama. It's stuck. It's stuck in the machine. It's stuck on the camera. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. Now's when we find out our cars have been towed from the mall car park. <laughs> it's only 90 minute parking, so we may have been here a bit longer. We did it, guys! <laughs> I would like to say it was worthwhile. I think it was. I, I feel good. I, feel I wouldn't good. advise anyone do that. No, I thought it was great. No, it was great. I, it wasn't. I would never do it again. No, it was a lot Horrible of idea. No, it was great. With those, those high moments that you got were just so good. And they cancelled out all the low moments when you didn't quite win a toy. And what Ben is describing there is a problem gambling addiction. <laughs> no, I know. So now instead of going to the radio studio, we're taking a little trip to the casino. <laughs> no. Just to put it, just to try our luck on the pokey machines. No, we're in traffic. You want a bet? Um, you want a bet we are? No. Or just no. a cheeky bet. Just I'll, a yeah, I'll put 100 bucks on okay. it. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Back in the studio right now. Oh, back from the mall. What I like about it is it's not like we just spend nearly sort of a combined 24 five hours at a mall and we're not made to come into work. It's not like, hey, take, take the afternoon off. What I like is that we're just back at the coalface, rolling up our sleeves, getting mucky, Ben. Make it sound like it's a hard job. It's so tough to come in here and turn on a button like that. See, listen. Well, you don't do it all the time. Sometimes I take us off here. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. You make a lot of mistakes. This is a part of the show that we uh, call 60 Seconds to Find. Now, we both pitch very ludicrous situations in the hope that someone listening has had uh, this happen to them. Ben, you do one, I do one, then we start the clock, and we have 60 seconds to find anyone who has had this happen to them. You can kick it off today. Okay, well, we're in the mall, as Jono mentioned, for the last couple of days. A lot of delinquent people at a mall, isn't there? Oh, it's it's shabby, awesome. shabby-looking youth. <laughs> just, I think it's just look at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I caught myself in the reflection of a shop window. Uh, but I was, I was thinking, you know, like, as you walk past, I walked past the store and had some changing rooms, and and you know, always hear those stories of like people that make out. Something, something, the couple made out in a changing room. I'm like. Surely that doesn't happen. Surely there's no one listening right now. You don't have to say your name, but just that has made out with someone in a changing room. Because I'm like, how horny li- were you? Yeah, how horny were <laughs> you? For that to happen. Like, you weren't, yeah. it's not like a, it's yeah. a bar and a, and a bathroom, you know? And how do you pull it off? It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a high risk, very low reward maneuver, really. You know, <laughs> we could be doing this in a far more comfortable <laughs> space right now. So, I'm at 100 the Edge. I'm, yeah. I'm picking, no one's going to call. I'm picking today, you're going to win, Jono. But I'm 100 the Edge. Have you ever made out in a mall dressing room? Don't have to say who it was with or your name. Just give us a call. Okay. Uh, and also, just on a second note there, we were at the mall and I saw a photo outside the Hollywood Bakery of someone who had been shoplifting from a Hollywood bakery. Mm. And the photo was them putting a bacon and egg pie down their trousers. Mm. That's how they shoplifted the pie. It's very they hot place to put. <laughs> dangerous game <laughs> you play. Yeah, yeah. That's really one there. Anyway, that's a side note. My situation for 60 seconds to find is anyone who's won over $100,000. Over $100,000? Over $100,000. Could be Lotto, could be Instant Kiwi. The 60 seconds to find starts now. Well, they're just talking about, I was reading the news today, about $12 million for Lotto. You know, just one uh, in Marston recently. So that's awesome. We're going to the phones. They're ringing. Straight away. Yep. Did you hook up in a changing room or did you win over hundred grand? I hooked up in a changing room. Oh, okay. So, so how did how did this how did this happen? Um, well, my boyfriend and I had gone shopping, and as you do, you're looking at everything, and 
Well, you manage, just kind of happens. Well, man, just, no, hold on, you've made a huge leap there. You're trying on chinos, and then you're like, it just kind of happened. <laughs> yeah. How did it go from that to that? I don't know. It, uh, it's his fault he started it. And you're just like, oh, do you think when you walked out of the changing rooms, anyone in the store or around you knew what was going on? I really hope not. Did it go from start to finish? It was so embarrassing walking out of here. You're like, was it the whole, was it the was whole thing? Was everything right there? You're like, everything was great there, but uh, I probably won't take these items. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you walk back out through Kmart with your head held, held low. Oh, there you go. Well, well done. Well, I didn't think it was going to happen. Thank you so much for calling. Is it the most unusual place that you and your boyfriend have... Yeah, probably. Okay, good on us. Definitely most awkward. Okay. <laughs> I, th- thank you for calling. I don't you hear about these things? 60 seconds to find. Well done, Ben. That's a point to you. Have you won over 100 grand or have you hooked up in a changing room? I uh, hooked up in a changing room. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> what is wrong with the world? This is well, not... I mean, I mean, the hundred gra- that that's a little bit different, though. That's a different story. Okay, so what, how did your one come about? I was trying on chinos, and then it just happened? <laughs> um, more like I was working in the store where the person was trying on chinos. Um... Oh, my God. So someone came in, started making no. a move on you, and then it happened. Yeah, I was kind of going through a rough period uh, in my life, which is... Uh, funny story and um yeah i thought he was cute and he kind of hit me up and he was like do you want to hang out later and i was like oh no, right now this is where I hang out. Uh, yeah pretty much that was that and uh we're still really good friends though which is you know that's it that's a bonus that is insane <laughs> oh my god did your workmates know no that's this is why it's this is the best thing, so mum's the word, right? Well, okay, well. Until you phone up a nationwide radio <laughs> well, station. Well, you see your name, yeah, so it's all about where you yeah, work. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's just like those movies you hear of people watching where the storyline's not really important. It just goes from a pizza delivery guy into something else. <laughs> yeah. This is what this is What, this what happens. kind of movies are these? I don't know. Never mind. Jono tells mind. me about them a lot. <laughs> wow. I have a, a, a big passion for the pizza delivery industry. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Sarah. Good on you. Thank you for your call. Appreciate that. Okay, we'll Take one more caller, 60 seconds to find uh, anyone who's won over 100 grand or hooked up in a, ch- a changing room. Hello, Fuddy. Yeah, me. Yeah. What'd you do? Yeah, I won a uh, lotto. How much? 300. 300,000. Oh. Holy, holy. When the first time it was about 30 mil. The first time that the, it was 30 mil and you won, you won a fair chunk out of that. Well done. Oh, could have been more. Well, if you went to 300. What did you spend it on? Craziest thing you bought. Health. I was married. What else? So you did a very sensible thing, oh, really. So I thought you were going to go like yeah. a jet boat or like a, a Ferris wheel or something <laughs> like that. Can you just say a Ferris wheel when I ask you that question again? What was the craziest thing you bought? Yeah, monster truck. Monster <laughs> truck. See, now that's cool. That's cool. I like that's a great investment. <laughs> good on you, you funny. Awesome. Very good. Love 60 seconds to find. This wow. is great. I great. Yeah, just never it. know what's going to happen. Who's listening? So thank what you for What sort of calls. randy people are listening to the show? <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Okay, so what we uh, what we noticed uh, the night before last, listening to Marcus Lush, very talented broadcaster on News Talk ZB, listened to him at night time. There was terrible weather all across the country uh, and power went out. So ended up listening to News Talk ZB. A lot of great information, a lot of great callers. How come you didn't listen to Radio Live? Which is... I didn't know, because I don't know the frequencies. Oh, okay. I'm no good with radio frequencies. Oh, okay. I couldn't even tell you what frequency this station's oh, okay. on. Because Radio Live is, is you know, media part works. Part of the MediaWorks family. It's part of our family. If I had my choice, mate, <laughs> I'd listen to Radio Live 
all day. Okay, but right. unfortunately, I've got to come to this radio station and do radio. Gotcha. Jeez, I don't know if I can get out under this bus. This bus no, I've been trying right. to One thing we did notice when uh, when Jono was listening to Marcus Lush on News Talk ZB. Was, well, it all feels a bit illegal and dirty now, to be honest. Was that Marcus likes to use his own name whenever he's talking to a caller? He introduces himself to every caller. And you were listening to him late uh, last night, Ben. I did actually. After ripping you out, I, I you know you you did you talked about it, and I was like, well, maybe I need to tune in for a little bit. So late last night, I had a wee listen. Okay, this is just one this is just one segment of this is just one part of a show. Night one, remember, I got nine Marcuses in. Ben, can you beat nine? Hello? Graham, it's Marcus. Hello. Yeah, good evening, Marcus. Marcus, someone says netball dresser. Marcus, the outside temp is gonna fall to six degrees tonight. Marcus, freezes one better and are more economical. Marcus, the reason the roof comes off in the wind is because the speed of the wind lessens the pressure above the roof, which lifts the roof. Yes, but why aren't they chained? Marcus, Terry, it's Marcus. Good evening. Yeah, hi, Marcus. My name is Marcus. If you guys are sending me links to websites, it's Marcus at newstalkzb.co.nz. Alison, it's Marcus. Good evening. Jason, hello, it's Marcus. Good evening. 13 Marcuses. You got 13. You win. You're in the lead at the moment. Now, we want to do a game, don't we? Is um, see if we can out Marcus Marcus on his own show. So tonight, uh, shall I go first? Tonight, tonight I'm going to call Marcus. Okay. And see how many Marcuses I can get into the conversation. No, you don't tell me. Don't even tell me or anyone listening right now what time you're going to call. You just do it. And then tomorrow, Mm -hmm. come back and we'll get the little bit of audio. Yeah. And then the following night, you can see how many okay. Marcuses you can get into a phone <laughs> conversation. Then from that point on, it's your job, the listener pal, to get onto Marcus's show and see how many Marcuses you can get in. Yeah, we'll see by the end of next week who can get the most Marcuses and maybe the, mo- the person with the most Marcuses wins a prize. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> this, is, this needs to be a new national sport. No one gives you more Marcus than, uh, than News Talk ZB. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. We wanted to see how many people we could get from reality TV shows on the phone that might call up under the edge right now. So the game is we just keep answering the phone and we only stop when someone from who's not from a reality TV show phones up, okay? I reckon you'll get two. You reckon we're going to get At two? At the most. Yeah, two would probably be really good. I reckon we'll be lucky to get one. Let's go to the phones. Oh, 800 the edge. Who have we got here? Oh, well, I can't give it away too quick. you got to keep guessing, mate. Oh. Guessing, mate. A, a bachelor? Were you on a bachelor? Oh, no, I wasn't a bachelor at all. Okay. Were you on a dating type show? Not really. I wouldn't really say it was dating. Were you on Police 10 7 as a pixelated <laughs> face? <laughs> no, I wasn't a pixelation. Who is this? Oh, I don't, this is don't. bloody good. Home renovation. Did you do home renovation? I didn't do home reno, but I think I've thrown you off a bit because you need to think more about the, the idea of dating. Dating. I've oh, got it. Who? Is this Angel? Yes, it is. Yes. Angel, yes. married at first sight. Angel. <laughs> recognise that laugh anywhere. Well, no, I didn't actually. <laughs> yeah, but that was average. Now I, now I recognise. How have you been? You guys still together? Yeah, we're still together. We've got a, um, a puppy now. Oh, you that... guys were holding up that franchise. I think out of New Zealand and Australia, you guys are like the shining light of what the relationships could be. I know. I think they're really, um, they're only making other ones because of the success of me and Brett, really. Yeah, <laughs> Who yeah. knows? We're casting now, so... It, yeah, if it, wasn't for, if it wasn't for you two, it would be called Strangers Who Hate Each Other at First Sight. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got? Are you, living, are you living with Brett? Where are you guys based? Yeah, we live in um, Lincoln in Christchurch. Oh, awesome. Good. And what are you doing? I work at um, Girl Guides, actually. Oh, do you? Oh, getting get, <laughs> yeah. get a lot of biscuits. Oh, yeah, love the bickies. Yeah, they're great, love eh? Love the bickies. They're good. Yeah. Angel, lovely to hear from you. Wonderful person. You and Brett, nicest couple in New Zealand. I'm going to go out there and say it. Oh, holy smokes, mate. I hold you to that. That's a bloody blessing. Cheers. 
Good on you, Angel. Lovely to hear from you. <laughs> Cheerio. You got this one. Oh, That's one. That was a good hit. That was a, that was a really that good was hit. Great. Okay, how many people from reality shows can we get on the phone? Next caller, hello. Kia how are we? Well, okay, oh, were okay. you on a home renovation show, dating show, singing show? Um, that might give it away. I'm on a show. I was on a show. Was on a show? Oh, no, I was on a show. <laughs> I was not, on a show. You didn't give us anything. You didn't I gave you nothing there. Um, some of my personal, well... Some of the things I'm scared of or I just like doing is putting butterflies in cages. I don't particularly like doing that. Um, I what think, else do I don't like doing? I, I think. Um, I know who that. I, yeah, I know who it is because yeah. I've heard them say that before. Yes. It's a special <laughs> saying. Were you also a lifeguard, a head life coach at a, at a surf life saving beach? I sometimes enjoy being a head coach at a beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zach Frittish! Zach Frittish, the bachelor! How are you, buddy? I'm good, fellas. How are you guys? Oh, I'm, I'm very surprised at the calibre of people who are phoning through, <laughs> to be honest. This is great. So, so am I. Look, there we go. We're both surprised. You've been well? You've been well? So, you, so you've got a new partner now, Erin Simpson? Yeah, Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. I do, I do. You know, she's a very, uh, very lovely girl. We're very much enjoying our time together. Oh, I was reading about on. that as I was waiting at the supermarket aisle the other night. I was like, oh, oh we you? look, yeah. My aunt Gary owned to call me out of that. He goes, are you the guy from that? I was like, yes, I'm the same guy who walks in half asleep that buys milk. <laughs> are you the guy from that? Are you the guy from that? <laughs> yep. It's very... yep. Oh, Zach, lovely to hear from you, my friend. You too, boys. Hope you're enjoying yourselves and having and you had a good summer. Yeah, no, what was, was the summer like? Yeah, when I saw you, I saw you at the um, 660 at Villa Maria, didn't I? Yeah, oh, having, that was a great time. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just stumbled into you then. That was good. Good, good night, that. That was bloody good night. Are you following me around? Yeah. I got a little close in the stalking. I got too close and I had to go, oh, hey, you didn't yeah, see you there. Well, I actually thought, I mean, I actually thought it was Aaron touching me until I looked and saw you there. Who's this guy gently caressing my butt cheeks here? <laughs> <laughs> he's hey, Zach, very good at it, though. He was very good at it. <laughs> he's, he's got very slow hands, Ben Boys, I tell you. That. <laughs> oh, Zach, lovely to hear from you, buddy. Cheers, boys. Take it easy. See you, mate. Jeez, that, two from two. Yeah. Okay. Have you been on a reality TV show? I, I haven't been on a reality show, but I've been on the music show. Oh, the music Ooh. show. Oh, what was the music show? Well, actually, it was on Māori television, and it's called Māori Oki. So it was based here in Christchurch, a whole bunch of Māoris singing on, on a karaoke system to, yeah, to try and win $10,000. And? did you, How'd you go? Oh, I didn't get that far. Oh. <laughs> Listen, what, what song did you sing? <laughs> well, I, I, like, I got as far as um, the second audition, and then, yeah, that's as far as I made it. But, you know, and then I tried out for New Zealand Idol, and then I tried out for the X Factor, and I think here in Christchurch, they just didn't really get me. Oh, no, no, well, we, I tell you who does get you, Ben and myself. And we want to hear your oh, talent. Yeah, what, what song? Oh, that's awesome because, you know, sometimes I listen to The Edge and I just want to just go to The Edge. You know what? I, I want someone to take me to The Edge. We'll take you to The Edge. Give us what you've got. Come on, fire away. Uh, the song was um, Tomorrow by uh, um, Kevin Campbell. And it goes a bit like this. Tomorrow will bring better you, better me. You know that we'll show this world we got more than we need. And don't you ever give up on your hope and your dreams. You got to get up and get out and get into it. Get it on. Jeez, you're good. Wow, you're, you're amazing. amazing. You're with me. You're with me. You're amazing. Oh, you guys are amazing too. Thanks for answering the phone because, man, I, this is the first time that you've ever answered to me. Oh, I know we're very lazy. We're very lazy. <laughs> hey, you, you're, you're, you're a champion. You have a great day. You have a lovely day too, 
guys. All the best. Good New Zealander, eh? Great New Zealander. That's awesome. You, you meet people like that, you're like, they're yeah. the business. Yeah. Okay, 0800 The Edge, have you been on a reality show? Hello? <laughs> hello? Oh, hello. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> I reckon you, were you on the block? No. Did you, did you pass wind on an episode of The Bachelor? <laughs> no. Okay, okay. What, were you on The Bachelor? Yes. Were you on the season where the wind was passed? <laughs> yes, yes, I, I, I was think... on the, the fart season. Did you win that? Did you win the heart of the man who went on the fart date? Yes, I did. Matilda Rice, yes. yes. Hey, Matilda, how you going? <laughs> Good. How are you guys going? We're doing really well, really well. Just so surprised about getting all these people on the phone, to be honest. But um, I know it's so exciting. Hey, you you bloody hosting a? Uh, this isn't just a plug for your show. I was reading about it in the paper. You're hosting yeah. what, a new reality show, Six Island, or something. Uh, Heartbreak Island. <laughs> Six Island. That's that's Jono's, Jono's concept. Island. Copyright Jono Pryor. Copyright yeah. <laughs> Don't tell your bosses at TVNZ about Six Island. Yeah. Now that's a show. Yeah. Last one to get pregnant loses. <laughs> Have you filmed the show? Yes, yeah, yeah. So we finished filming and um, it was awesome. So much fun and it's yeah, definitely going to be a good show. It's just all you want in a reality show and more. Well, so it's basically just hot AF people <laughs> yeah. getting hammered yeah. and hooking up. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Everyone what I want. Everyone is, is hot AF. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Unlike our show, where it's two uggos, will they ever hook up? <laughs> no one really wants that to happen. Oh, yeah. Hey, Matilda, always lovely to talk to you. One of the nicest people in New Zealand, Matilda. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, good on thanks you. Good on you guys, too. You have, have a good, a good one. Bye. Remember Sex Island, copyright John O'Brien. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon, The Edge. You would have seen her on Bravo's Real Housewives in New York. Uh, she's a businesswoman uh, turned worldwide reality TV star. She's in New Zealand right now. And Sharon Casey, who's on maternity leave, hasn't come in like, well... She hasn't come in the whole time. Well, haven't seen her once. She came in once and maybe drink breast milk as a prank. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so that and for a reality TV star, she'll come in that she's loved. She's obsessed with uh, with Bethany Frankel uh, and the show. So she's, she came in today while we're at the mall trying to win the claw machine and had a chat. This is a big day, ladies and gentlemen. I have come in off maternity leave, and I wouldn't come on in off maternity leave for just anybody, but welcome to the studio, Bethany Frankel from Real Housewives of New York. And also you've got a new show, uh, Bethany and Friedrich, which is coming to Bravo. Correct. Very exciting. Thank you. That one's like Will and Grace with real estate as the subject matter. Yeah, because well, I think if anyone's watched Real Housewives of New York before, then they've seen kind of Friedrich uh, cameo with you, and you guys have quite good banter. So I think the show will be quite funny. It's really fun. I have not, that's the hardest I think I've laughed on a television show in my life. I mean, we we, no matter how much we argue, and we certainly do, I, I've peed my pants. I mean, we, <laughs> we just there's something about the two of us. It's like two clowns when we get together, and I mean, I loved it. Oh, awesome! Because at the moment, because uh, I'm on maternity leave, and uh, Bravo during the day they have Real Housewives of New York, and it started back at season one. So, oh wow, we're up to the season where uh, you we've just had the reunion of when uh, you and Jill were kind of getting to be friends again, and it's the season where you've left. Oh. And it is not the same without you. I know they say that. I'm so flattered. That's why that I went three years, and that's why Andy came to court me back because I guess the ratings took a little hit, a big um, hit. I'm not surprised. But the thing I was uh, thinking about it when I was watching yesterday was you left the show because you kind of like had enough of you know reality TV and stuff, but now you're back and you're doing two reality shows. 
I'm doing two reality shows. That show got very dark, and I don't like darkness. And um, I hope that's not what our show is this year. It's not dark. It's actually, it's funny, and it's intense. It's the best season we've ever done in 10 years. Next question, rudest celebrity that you have ever encountered? Rudest? Yeah. Somebody that... Jeremy Piven. Really? From Entourage? Yes. Okay. What did he do? We don't want to go... He's a total dick. Okay. Fair enough. And the last thing that I wanted to ask you about was Jennifer Lawrence. She said that you and Luann were two of her and uh, Scott Disick were her dream dinner situation. Right. And then on Watch What Happens Live, you guys surprised Jennifer Lawrence and you had dinner with her. Right. What what was that like? Like, did you hang out afterwards or anything like that? We chatted and we gossiped about the show and it was great. I love her. She's so nice. I'm not a person that's um, overly consumed with celebrity. I liked Mm -hmm. her as a woman and a person. She seemed like a fun girl. But I don't... I'm not like a... I'm not like starstruck in general. I'm starstruck by business people, minds. Yeah. Not that she's not a great mind, I'm just saying. But she was lovely, really uh, sweet and fun. I'd like to hang out with her, have a drink with her. Because I would find that like hearing about stuff like that would just be kind of surreal. It's like when I, I saw Rihanna the other day was watching um, Vanderpump Rules and they were all freaking out about it on Twitter. Because sometimes if you're on a reality show for so long, do you just kind of forget that it's on TV because well, you don't watch it? Well, and that it? famous people sitting home, right, digesting yeah. it. Yeah, that Rihanna knows who I am is pretty surreal. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, it's been such a pleasure to have you in studio. I hope you enjoy your time in New Thank Zealand. Thank you. There's Bethany. Bethany Frankel, there you go. Yeah, from the Real House. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Joined in the studio now by Stacey. Stacey from The Office. Good to have you on, Stacey. How are you? Great, great. Miss you guys. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, we used to work with Stacey, yes. and um, she filed a complaint against Ben. <laughs> 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 it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Treat me mean, keep me keen. Anyway. <laughs> 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 they haven't seen each other since. This is kind of... Uh, no, the reason we've got you in here uh, is for our segment, One Uppers. So we start okay. with a really good story that uh, from someone we know, and then we throw it out to... Uh, to the listener pals to try and one-up that story. Okay. No, we now, thought this was a great story because you told it to us a while ago when we yes. worked together, but yeah. then you'd forgotten it, so it <laughs> can't be that great a story. <laughs> well, I have another story that's better, but no, it doesn't work for this, so that's fine. No, her other story involves, it involves an oven <laughs> and her flatmate. Doing something on top of the on oven. On top of the oven, the window. <laughs> like something horrific. That sounds like they made love on the oven. They didn't. It was something you do in the bathroom. Yeah, on the oven. It was perfect. Yeah. It's called what? Dad yeah. produced dance it's called glass bottom boating. <laughs> I didn't know there was a name I didn't for know it. There's, wow. a, there's official terminology. Yeah. Thank you, Dad. Okay. <laughs> Truly so horrifying that you know that term, Dan. Okay, so Stacey, your your story. Okay. So it was the very first flat that I lived in. It was down in Christchurch. And um basically I live with this girl who um we kind of got along, but not not amazingly well. Um anyway, she things started to go downhill when she started um, inviting her boyfriend around to basically move in with us. Like, he just was there 24-7. And then one night, it kind of, like, it had got to a point where I was just like, I can't be bothered with this, I'm going to go to bed. Went to sleep, woke up at about 2 in the morning, and literally... Um, the sprinklers, so I lived in this old kind of warehouse cool building and um, the sprinklers and throughout the entire apartment had all started going off and so all my stuff was just getting absolutely drenched. Oh, so you woke up to just a shower? Just a shower <laughs> okay. of um, sprinklers. And it turns out that um, her and her boyfriend, who by the way, the reason why it was an issue wasn't just because he'd pretty much moved in but also they literally had the loudest uh, lovemaking sessions <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Oh, really? So inappropriate. <laughs> um, and what had happened was this night they decided to get a bit more like romantic and set up all these candles and one had fallen over and her whole room was pretty much going up in flames. Oh, oh my God. What, in the middle of their loud session or they... Yes, yeah. 
Yeah. Shit, the room was on fire. Yeah. It was on Literally. fire. Yeah. It was, uh, Kings and Leon, sex is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where they got the song from. Yeah. And so you had to call the fire service. Yeah. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. I mean, no major, major damage, but yeah, from there I pretty much just moved out. I just couldn't do it anymore. Oh, incredible. That was, that was it. Incredible. Then he pulled then he pulled the oven out. Yeah. <laughs> really so people. It's like if you like my fire truck, wait for this next one. <laughs> Stacey, thanks for coming in. Bloody good no to worries. see you, mate. You too. All right, this is how One Up is works. You've heard Stacey's story, 0800 The Edge. If you think you can beat it, it doesn't necessarily have to be tied in uh, with fires or ovens. No, it's just your best ever story. The, the story you would tell if you're on Graham Norton's Red Chair. Soph, what have you got for One Uppers? Um, so back then I was um, catering wedding. Um, I had uh, I was working on the bar, um, and everyone kept on going crazy for this wine that we had, and I couldn't quite understand why and what was going on um, until the bride came over later on in the night and um, lost her nut at me because we had been serving the very expensive $70 a bottle wine that was meant for the bridal party um, just as part of the open bar. Um, oh. So, <laughs> how, yeah. much, how much did you serve? Well, luckily there was only one bottle on the bar when she came over. Um, but we, I went back into the kitchen and found the other bottles and there was about five that had been used. Um, so I spoke to my boss and told him what had happened and he was like, you know what we're going to have to do? And he just pulls out this funnel and he was like, get cracking. So I had to siphon um, a whole bunch of cheap wine into these expensive wine bottles. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard of people doing this at restaurants. Yeah, so I, I did it for it was like five bottles, and I like took it up to the bridal party, and I made like a big deal of like cracking open the bottle and like serving it to them. Um, and yes, they were like, "Oh, thank you so much." And the worst part is the bride actually came up to me afterwards and was like, "Thank you so much. I'm so glad only one bottle got used. It was delicious. It was the best wine I've had." And I was just like, "Yeah." Oh, Sophie. Sophie, that is very good. That is. Well, I mean, no one knows with wine, do they? Everyone pretends to know what they're talking about and what they're tasting. You could pour any any slop down their throat. Exactly. I'm exactly the same. I had, I had no idea. I was like 18. I didn't even drink wine. But I had no idea that it was fancy or anything. But she obviously didn't either. No, that's very good. Thank you very much, Sophie. Scotty, good to have you on one-upper stories. Can you beat that one? Yeah, I reckon I could. Okay. <laughs> So I was working as like a first responder and you've got all um, for like a first aid event and you have all your gear mm. and we came across this guy that um, had a cardiac arrest. So, you know, we're doing our thing and we get all our gear out and we and we put the defibrillator leads on and just before we're kind of just, you know, we cut up some of his shirt just to get some of the extra clothing off. Yeah. And we accidentally cut through one of the leads. <gasps> for the defib. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you have that. You have that moment of terror when you cut the lead, and you know when you try and like put something back together, and you just think, you know, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna happen. Oh no! And, I get the panic. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and then you just have this frantic moment, and, and honestly, seconds, and then he his heart started again, and we were just like, whoa, like this gear is the closest. Oh, so he brought himself <laughs> back to life. <laughs> <laughs> he just like pretty much was fine, and 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 like. Honestly, and then about a minute later, he woke up. <laughs> oh, shit. You're like, if there's a God, please, right now, do some cool shit, mate, please. And you just, and you just like, gosh, you know, I'm glad there's not many people around because it's one of those moments where you think, whew, that was 
Well, if you, if, if, you, if you did lose him, you go back to the thing and the boss is like, how'd it go? <laughs> yeah, not, not good, eh? Yeah. A little bit of an accident with, with yeah. cutting the wrong thing. One of these, one of these was missing. <laughs> oh, that's amazing, Scott. John O'Ben and Sharon, The Edge.